Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It has been a hot minute since I have been back on here. I think it's been like over a month. Um, For those who follow me on social media, you have seen I had a beautiful, healthy baby girl. So I've been spending a lot of time with her. Newborns are no joke. Um, They are hard work and such a blessing. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me about my labor and tips about newborns. So I will be providing those Um, Later on, I'll actually be doing a YouTube video of my labor experience. I have so many moms that just, well, new moms that just found out they're pregnant. And so they want as many helpful tips as possible. So I will definitely share what I've learned um, as uh, a new mom with with a baby and how to have a positive labor experience. So check it out on my YouTube channel, Tanya Burton at Core 1031. It'll be out later this week. Um... So today, I'm jumping on here because I've missed everybody and talking and sharing my helpful tips. So today, I'm going to share with you five tips for weight loss. Now, I'm going to go with least important to most important, but really at the end of the day, they're all important. If you implement all five of these, you're going to enjoy your journey and experience, okay? So let's jump into it. So five tips for weight loss. Number one lean on convenience okay this is super important now in the beginning it's kind of annoying because you gotta think ahead of what would make things convenient but once you dial that down it makes your life so much easier so if you just hone in for the next two three days of what's gonna make your life easier with your snacks and your meals and you go on and repeat that for the rest of the week and even next week oh my goodness you're gonna have such a great system and it's gonna flow easier and you're gonna see progress um, coming in very consistently. So what do, I, what do I mean by that? If you're hungry around 3 o'clock, instead of going to the vending machine or going out to grab something or in the break room and grabbing a handful of M&Ms or whatever, bring a snack with you. There are so many great helpful snacks that you just need about 100, maybe 200 calories on your stomach, drink some water, and then wait till you get off work to go home, cook dinner, and eat, okay? So any helpful um, snack items would be like yogurt or a cheese stick or a protein bar or a couple of rice cakes, an apple. You really just want to aim for something really, you know, 100 to 200 calories, and you're good to go. Um, Other convenience stuff would be bringing your meal to work, okay? I know in the beginning it might be a little bit hard to, like, bring that if you have a busy morning, But if you can make it most convenient, it makes life easier. So whether that's buying frozen meals, frozen veggies, something you can pop in the microwave. Um, It could be cooking in bulk so that you, after dinner, you throw it in a container and then boom, there goes your lunch for the next day. Whatever you can possibly do, do it. Okay, think about what's best for you and your lifestyle. Um, And you're going to see such a, a difference in how smoothly it is to not only track your food, but stay on track. Okay, not just for one day, but can consistently okay so that is my number one piece of advice lean on convenience how can you make your weight loss journey more convenient how can you make it more convenient in your meals in your meal timing in your snacks and once you answer that question oh life becomes so much easier so (laughs) um one of my clients uh she leaned on convenience in a way of um she's a teacher and instead of driving home the same way, starving after work, um, and, and she would typically go through a drive-through and then go home, 
what she did is she filled up her water before leaving work so that she had something to sip on because a lot of times you're dehydrated, especially as a teacher, and you think you're you're hungry or you're actually thirsty because you went a huge chunk of your day without drinking any water. So she's drinking water, and then she eats a snack on her way home, whether that's, um, you know, like grapes or rice cake or a protein bar. She just wants something on her stomach so that when she comes home, she doesn't feel like inhaling everything in sight, and it has made a huge difference. So any convenient foods that you can leave in the car or take with you that doesn't take a lot of prep work, especially fruit. Fruit is so easy, um, or even I sometimes do individual servings of cereal. Those are 100 calories and you can buy them in little boxes. There's just something to munch on and snack on as you're driving home. It's such a game changer instead of, you know, spending 100 calories there or drive through and spending like 800 to 1,000 there. So it makes a difference. Um, number two, focus on adding to your weight loss journey, not subtracting. So when we think diet, we think pain. I actually have a lot of people when I say you know, flexible dieting, they go, oh, I don't like that term. Like they shut me off right away. They're like, no, I don't want to, don't even say the word diet. I don't like it. And that's sad, but really I think diet has, has, you know, our society has taught us diet equals pain. It, it means being deprived. It means being miserable. Really your diet is literally what you eat. It doesn't mean you're on a diet. Diet could be like my diet five years ago was hot Cheetos, hamburger helper, and ramen noodle. That was my diet. It doesn't mean I was dieting, but that was my diet. Now it's a lot more whole foods. So what you want to do, um, as I said with number two, it's adding and not subtracting. What you want to do with your diet is you want to add to your meals instead of subtracting. How many of you cut out soda, cut out sweets, cut out your favorite foods, bread, popcorn, chocolate, because you think that's what's holding you back. No, what's holding you back is eating in a calorie surplus. You're eating more calories than your body needs. And therefore your body is like, hey, she consumed an extra three, 400 calories that we don't need right now. We're going to save it for later for tomorrow. But the problem is we never use it tomorrow. We just keep eating more calories and eating more calories and moving less. Okay. So what you want to do with your food is you actually want to add more. And what does that mean? How can you add more food and still lose weight? When you add in more vegetables on your plate, more fruit, and more protein, you're actually going to eat a lot more food and consume less calories. Oh, it sounds really weird, but it's true. Um, I always tell my clients, instead of like one serving of broccoli, do two. You're going to feel more full for an extra 30 calories. Because what happens is if we skimp out on our vegetables, we're going we're gonna to find that void and, hey, I want to eat more food. And that's when we become super snacky at night or after lunch. If you double up on your vegetables now for lunch and dinner, it makes a huge difference. You're gonna feel better and more full and satisfied. Same thing with protein and, and water. So if, if, if you focus on anything, focus on adding, hey, where can I add in an extra serving of vegetables? Um, or can I add in an, you know two or three different type of vegetables in this meal? So instead of broccoli, maybe it's broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots or your salad, instead of just boring lettuce, can you add in onion, cucumbers, tomatoes, mushrooms, peppercini? Yeah, it makes a huge difference. You can add in eggs, you know, like being as creative as possible. So focus on where can I add more instead of, okay, I can't have this, I can't have this. The, the moment I started flexible dieting, I learned, wow, I actually have to eat more to hit my macros, to hit my calories. And it was so refreshing to be like, wow, this is the first diet where it's forcing me to eat more. And, and that's what I really learned about nutrition. 
was when you track it and you have to hit certain numbers, you have to eat more and you have to eat differently. So that's why I'm a big believer of flexible dieting and I love, love teaching about it because it's the only diet that forced me to actually live a healthy lifestyle. I wasn't forced, I actually made the decision to eat more um, vegetables because I needed to hit my fiber. I wanted my plate to look more full. And I'll tell you what, you fill up half your plate with vegetables, it's going to feel like a really good meal. And it's only going to cost you an extra 50 calories. That is worth it. Um, number three, you need to make sure you're tracking and measuring everything every single day. As monotonous as that sounds, it's the only way to ensure you're in a calorie deficit. So I like to make sure and put a high standard is you've got to, got to, got to track your food. Even for me, okay? I have been doing this for five years. You know, I could easily say, hey, I don't have to do this anymore. I don't have to track anymore. I've done it so long. It doesn't work that way. Even after having a baby, I want to lose 10 more pounds. Um, Luckily, my first uh, weight came off really quickly, so I'm super excited about that. But these last 10, I got at work for it. Even now, I have to track and make sure that I'm in a calorie deficit. I can't guess or assume and do the math in my head. I literally have to put pen to paper or write into my fitness pal and make sure I'm weighing everything out. We tend to overestimate or underestimate, I'm sorry. We tend to underestimate how much food we're actually consuming. And so you need to make sure that you are being religious with tracking and measuring your food every single day. As boring as it sounds, the end result, this investment that you're spending a couple extra minutes a day to track and weigh out your food is an investment of tomorrow's weight or next month's body. And you gotta think of it that way. What am I doing today to be down another pant size next month or shirt size? Because, you know, summer's right around the corner. So you want to make sure you are being super, super diligent Monday through Sunday, every single week, okay? Don't be complacent. Don't make excuses because that's not going to help you. It's going to make you feel worse. Take the time right now. If you're listening and you're not driving, take the time right now and just plug in everything you've ate so far today. And maybe, hey, this is what I plan to eat for dinner. Or take it a step further. Go the extra mile and go ahead and plug in what you're going to eat tomorrow. (gasps) That's less for you to do now. I have some clients who will, they eat the same breakfast every single day, like Monday through Friday. Boom, they plug that in. Great. All they have to focus on is either lunch and dinner or a snack that they have to plug in. It's less work. Then they just have to focus on weighing things out. So be sure to keep that standard high of tracking and measuring everything out. Not to just be boring or OCD about your food. It's for a higher purpose, which is to be a healthier you. And this is a great way to ensure that you're doing that. Number four, you've got to replace your problem foods. So I had somebody reach out and they're like, oh my gosh, Tanya, I just ate a whole tub of ice cream. I feel so guilty. Well, you can't be upset about that because, you know, I mean, she's the one that went out and bought it. So instead of being upset and guilty, you've got to learn from it. Okay, what can I eat that's sweet, satisfying, and not as caloric? Because that Ben and Jerry, whew, it'll get you right? That is a lot of calories. It's like, I think one of them I read was like 1,500 calories for like a full thing of the tub of, oh, it's a small tub of Ben and Jerry. It's ridiculous. It's delicious, but it's ridiculous how much it is, like a full day's worth of calories in one little container. Um, So what I encourage is finding lower calorie, let's say for her, lower calorie ice cream. Or um, maybe, I mean, you're better off eating a Hershey's chocolate bar for 200 calories. A full chocolate bar is 220 calories. And that's what, three, six, nine, twelve little bars of it. I mean, that is m- much more satisfying and you can take your time eating it than just, 
you know, couple of spoonfuls of ice cream, right? So you're just going to find what's my problem food and how do I replace it? If, you, if yours is pizza and you love pizza, there are so many ways to cut down on calories on pizza. There's frozen pizza. Um, there's like lean cuisine pizza that you microwave for like four minutes and it's like 300 calories. That gets your pizza fix on. Not exactly the same as, you know, Papa John's or Papa Jake's or Mazio's, but at least you get your pizza fix on. Or I have a lot of clients that make their own with a flatbread um, wrap. And they'll put their own sauce and load it up with veggies and cheese. And you can definitely make it your own. Um, but just know, hey, this is my problem food. What am I going to navigate through it? So mine was hot Cheetos. I love, love, love hot Cheetos. Um, it's probably where I gained 48 of my 50 pounds. And so what I did, I love chips. I love spicy food. I love the crunch. I love saltiness. And so what I did when it came to switching over is I went for baked chips. Okay literally like 70% less fat and less calories and if I wanted something spicy they have spicy pretzels like hot cheeto um flavor like hot flaming pretzels or funyuns the hot funyuns are actually less calories than um regular hot cheetos and then recently not at that time but like within the last year or two they made um, hot Cheetos that are baked, so a lot less calories. So that's what I recommend doing, is finding what, what foods you like and finding it with a better alternative, okay? It's a game changer. My husband loves ice cream, so instead of eating regular high-calorie ice cream, he goes for Edie's Slow Churn, or like the sandwiches, or the mini drumsticks. You get your sweet fix on, but there's less temptation and less calories if you go for the you know higher-calorie, more deliciousness of it all. So what's your problem foods? What do you typically crave? And what's an alternative? And when can you eat it? So instead of giving the freedom of eating all time everywhere, maybe it's, if you want pizza, maybe it's a Friday night thing. You know, your ice cream, maybe it's, hey, after I had dinner and I had five ounces of meat and two servings of vegetables, that's after that, then I can have my one or two servings of ice cream. You gotta set yourself up for success and know what's gonna help you out the most. Don't just wing it. Okay, a lot of people try to wing their meals and what they're gonna eat later today. It's not gonna happen. Your progress will be so much slower. You're gonna be more frustrated. Take the time, think about it, write it, and follow through. Be prepared the next time you go grocery shopping. Hey, I'm gonna switch to this. Here's my substitution of my meals. This is where I'm gonna add in um, more vegetables. This is going to be my convenient lunch for the week. Think about it and apply it. It makes a huge difference. I know it's time consuming now, but now I don't have to think about any of that. It's super easy for me to go throughout my day because I took the time in the beginning to answer all these questions and applied them. And now it's just who I am. There's no willpower. There's no motivation that's needed. It's just me. I'm just healthy. And this is my decisions that I make. So um, I encourage that significantly. Number five, this is probably something that no one has ever told you, but I'm going to be very honest and up forward with you because this is a, a game changer. If there's anything you do, this is the most important one. Circle and prayer. So whatever you're going through this week, whether that's temptation and a certain amount of food, whether that's lack of focus in water or not energy to exercise or get up early, circle your need in prayer. Prayer is so powerful. And I actually had one client of mine She's, uh, she was in her 60s and she's been stressing with and worried about you know, her weight her whole life. And she asked me a very personal question. She goes, Tanya, do you, 
do you pray about your your weight loss journey? Did you pray about it to, for God to help you lose weight? And I go every single day because I needed more strength than what I had. And I took a look outside. I'm like, look at all this trees and the grass and the sky and the stars and all this beautiful just beauty that he's created surely enough he can give me a teeny tiny mustard seed of strength for today the next 24 hours to stay focused on tracking weighing out my food exercising drinking water and sleeping so every single day that that was I brought my need and it made my life so much easier and and overall just God showed me how powerful it is when you take care of your health and the doors that are open when you feel good about yourself um and you you have you live a healthy lifestyle so I truly encourage it. If there's anything you do, start your day off with prayer of, hey, give me the strength, Lord, with whatever issues you have with your health, okay? Because prayer is powerful. Um, One of my favorite quotes from Pastor John Lindell is, um, tell me your prayers and I'll tell you your future. So if you pray for a healthy life, for energy, for strength, uh, for discipline, you're going to get it, but you need to pray it out first. And so every day I brought that um, all day long. It was just like, okay, give me strength to not overeat and to, to enjoy vegetables and fruit and because I was just eating, like I said, hot Cheetos all day. So my body forgot what even vegetables were. So that's what I encourage you to do. Bring every day your need and you're going to see amazing things happen. You're going to gain all this strength and focus that you never thought you had, but you got to ask for it first. So I, I really encourage you keep circling your weight and your weight loss journey in prayer until you hit your goal weight. Don't just pray for it once. Keep praying. I even do it now. <laughs> and uh and I've hit, you know, I'm 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 uh where I need to be, but health is so important. You only have one body, one life. Circle it in prayer and what you have to do to be as healthy because people are relying on you to be healthy. Your family, your friends, your kids, you've got to be healthy to be there for them and to have the best energy for them. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you enjoyed my tips. Watch out and be ready for new things coming up with my YouTube and podcast. Um, uh, and, and if you haven't followed me yet on social media, add me as a friend or um, follow me, Tanya Burton Core 1031 on Instagram or Tanya Burton on Facebook. I hope everyone has an awesome day. Um, and it was great great being on here again and sharing my tips. If you like this episode, please, please be free, feel free to share it and write a review. Give me a, a rating on the stars. I'd appreciate it. Have an awesome day, and I will talk to you all later this week.